Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're in Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Man ruined his life with sin. God's remedy is Jesus Christ. Therefore, how can I show my thankfulness to God every day? Well, we're at number eight on our list, and the answer is think, think, think. Listen to Romans 12, 3. For I say unto you, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, here's a verse that gives us something to think about, okay? God has a special assignment for each one of us. His purpose will be revealed through the grace-induced desires and giftedness he has given us. Different people think of different ways to handle different tasks. God has gifted or assigned each one of us in his body the necessary gifts to fulfill the assigned task he has given. Not everyone is assigned the same task or given in the same way. Not one task makes the doer any more special to God than another. We are to simply use the gifts and enablement that God has given to do what he wants us to do, okay? As Paul encourages us to stop and think, emphasizing what not to think and what we ought to think, he uses the root word phrenao four times in this 44-word God-inspired sentence. Think, 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 think. Most of us are either too tired to think, too busy to think, too lazy to think, or are happy to let someone else think for us. Uh, just tell me what to do. Don't make me think. The problem is God wants us to think. How? God tells us what we are not to think, and he also tells us what we ought to think. But we are to think how he wants us to think. Think soberly, not to think of himself more highly. We often pray, Lord, I am nothing and worthless. Please use me in spite of me. Then when somebody else calls us nothing or worthless, we get all bent out of shape. Could it be that we are not being totally honest when we boast of nothingness to God? When we realize that any and every ability that we have is given to us by God, something we did not deserve, earn, work for, or buy, how can there be any room for pride or arrogance? You know, there are really no self-made men in the body of Christ. How can I get proud when it's all of God and not of me? And by the way, it's not wrong to be proud of our God and brag on him to others. The Greek word hupofreneo comes from the words hooper, above or over, and freneo to think, to think highly of, or to consider something of great importance. Some think that they are supermen. Although they may not be faster than a speeding bullet or have the ability to leap tall buildings in a single bound, they do think that they are super in the sense of being superior to others who are not as gifted, talented, or exceptional as they are. Do you know anyone who thinks that they're more important to God than others? Do you think that God has favorites or loves some more than others? Peter, one of Paul's friends, attacks such haughty thinking with these words. Acts 10. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. And then in 1 Peter 1.17, And if you call on the Father, who without respect to persons judges according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. Ought to think. We must think. It is necessary to think. How ought we to think about ourselves as we examine the gravity of our own depravity in Romans 3? Honestly evaluate your motives, your thought life, your selfishness, your attitudes, and so forth. What ought you to think about yourself? 
Commentator Donald uh, Barnhouse encourages us to do this, quote, think meek. Meekness is a vertical virtue, measuring self against God at every moment. It has nothing to do with the horizontal virtue that measures a man by other men. As we compare ourselves with a holy, wonderful God, we're reminded that we have all sinned and we fall way short of his glorious perfection. But to think soberly, literally, Paul is telling us to think with thinking that is sober, sane, discreet, discerning, and self-disciplined. It is actually the opposite of foolish, insane, undisciplined thinking. We are what we think. What we are thinking today, we're becoming tomorrow. If we can think the way that God wants us to think, then we will live according to God's good, acceptable, and perfect will. On the other hand, if we are controlled by undisciplined, irrational, and foolish thoughts, we will displease our Lord. Specifically, God is reminding us to be totally honest in our self-appraisals. We can do this if we contemplate Paul's personal thoughts on himself. He said unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Many struggle with what the world calls a low self-image. Although such thinking is quite popular and seems logical, this kind of thinking is very unbiblical. Don't be fooled with such thinking. Remember, we are created by God, created in His image, created for His glory. Unreservedly, we are given gifts by God, according as God has dealt every man according to the measure of faith. Let me repeat myself. God has an assignment for each one of us. His purpose will be revealed through His grace-induced desires and giftedness. God has given to each one of us the gifts necessary to fulfill His assigned tasks. We are simply to use the gifts and enablement God has given us to do what he wants us to do. Now that is something to seriously think about. Here, time's up. I hope you've enjoyed this study. If you want more information, stop by ranhumble.com. Got great meditations to help you with struggles in life. But remember, today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope you have a good day.